See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Kiki's Delivery Service on Max. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to Cedar Script. My name is TJ Davis. He, him, pronouns alongside. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are uh, he and him. Hi, Korak. He, him. And on this episode, we are doing, I guess it's Teen Bop that uh, I figured this was. Um, and for some reason, we're doing Kiki's Delivery Service without Emily. And it just kind of feels weird because, <laughs> yeah. you know three cis white men talking about like a coming of age young woman story well i mean it also stars uh, a witch and we know how much from the love witch how much emily loves witches so yeah i mean i'm not like like, totally cis you know i'm a (laughs) well i mean hey (laughs) i resent every everyone everyone i'm not like an alpha bro i mean yeah queer everyone's a little queer but like primarily scale for 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 gender i'm like a two on the kinsey scale I'm I'm higher. I'm higher. Like I have been there, you know, enough <laughs> enough that I think I could claim status. All right. So no buy erasure. That would put you with like a three on the Kinsey scale and Dan's a one. Yeah, so I don't know where I am. I I you know, whatever. Dan, let's you're, not you're get told, into that. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> that's our gender politics podcast. You can find that on <laughs> Yeah, that's a different podcast. We're here to talk about a movie. That's our bonus series. Uh, subscribe but to our I, Patreon. I, I mean, when I see this movie though, I want to like and whenever I'm, I ask the question if you could be in any movie world or a character, I'm like, I want to be Kiki in this movie. Like, this is like, I just, it just seems so awesome. You know, just but being like, like oh, able I'm to grab a broom and fly and talk to a cat. Yeah, that seems pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> the, but also right, like yeah, the especially old, the talking old, to the cat. The beautiful <laughs> French town, all the baguettes, the uh, you know, the actual. Like, I, I the had a hard time placing where this movie was supposed to I don't exist, think it's, though. It's, it's like, like it, it's universe. not France. It's an alternate universe but where it's an alternate like, universe. Um, yeah. World War One and World War Two don't take place. Where the Hindenburg doesn't go down thirty seven um it's yeah it reminds me of like cardiff but cardiff by way of germany i mean uh, it definitely like they were going it, well i mean it's, it definitely myself. seems like a kind of and you know this Old happens Paris. a lot there's there's a lot of idealism of european it's supposed to in uh, japan so it's kind of a fusion of of japanese and vaguely european culture um but I would say that, like, it also seems like it's vaguely set in the '60s, based on the phones. Um, well, I, I think yeah. I brought up before that. Well, like, and, the Jap- and Japanese the have an actual radio. Yeah, have an actual medical condition called Paris syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we mentioned that on a different episode. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And this movie, like, you know, definitely feels like that. It's just like when they think of. Unlike like horrible uh, right wing Americans, like when they think of like a fictional past that doesn't exist, they think of like Paris, you know. Well, I've always I've like, always oh, been that's really way nicer than like fictional America. Yeah, I've, well, I mean, I've, been, I've been more yeah. interested. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it yeah, more right. in Korean stuff, but like I get it's definitely in Jap- Japanese stuff too, of just sort of like this weird idealization of like like 50s America, where it's just like you think of what Asia looked like in the 50s <laughs> and it's fucking awful so it's just like you kind of get why they would have like an idyllic version of like like what the 50s looked like in in the u.s which you know i mean like at least what our media was pumping out was was 
as yeah. you know oh recently <laughs> had yeah had, had kind of like a, a weird like super capitalist everything is awesome like situation where it's like yeah in you can in even Japan, be a they're rebuilding still make money world war ii and korea there's a war going on um so, yeah well. like it's 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 very interesting to see that the, that iconography kind of folded into um uh, you know both korean and japanese uh like media um mm. especially you know stuff that's made now that will like call back to like weren't the 50s great in america <laughs> like... yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously yeah <laughs> for only white people yeah, as well. yeah pretty much <laughs> Well, and like, was it even still good for white people because there were so many people who were radicalized who were white against integration in school? Oh, yeah. That's, no, I mean, yeah, and exactly. like, that's, like, made it gross and ugly. Racial and gender politics, and we Ugh. had everything was fine. Like, that's that's kind of the, the, the thing of like, when you really dial it down, it's just like, no, everyone was just kind of faking it but some people really bought into how fake it is and i mean but it also it, had the the double dip where when happy days and uh american oh yeah. come around so it's like then that then that gets mixed in like like the, those funny jokes in like futurama or whatever when it's a thousand years from now and all the culture <laughs> is just jumbled up into oh, a yeah. mess that's yeah, like, no, I, 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 I always love, yeah, the, the Ralph Trebb uh, and like, like, he wasn't talking about going to the moon, he was talking about spousal abuse. <laughs> yeah, 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 this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, good one. It's terrible, but it's a good one. Yeah. Um. But yes. Great we, explorer. We, yeah. Ralph <laughs> we we were going to try and talk about... <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Pow, zoom, straight, straight to the moon. To the moon, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> but guy. hey, we're we're not trying to talk about spousal abuse in this episode because there isn't any in this movie. Thankfully. Yeah, no, I mean this. This, this is my this, comfort the, movie. Yeah, yeah, the treatment of of uh of male spouses in this is like yeah, they get like two words. They're like look <laughs> and okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then he I, falls I, over I, I when, he tra- when like, he tries to call the ambulance for the hospital or whatever. Uh, like, I, I did love like how awkwardly he was just running around and pretty much silent the entire time. Yep. Like that like, was fun. Um, hey, which version did you guys watch? Did you guys watch sub or dub? I watched I did, like a Japanese weird version. mixture this time around. Um, because I weird. was like, well, I had to uh be kind of not able to look at it as much for half of the movie i've seen this before by the way a few times yeah um but uh so i was uh yeah like i had to go into english dub for a bit when i had to look away a few times and i would miss subtitles while i was cooking dinner i'm sorry i'm assuming you watched the more recent english release because there was one in the 90s that used like yeah i got the the one with like shout factory yeah uh blu-ray um, oh yeah. well, nice. does the Shout Factory use the 1990 dub or has, the 2008 dub? I, I it have Phil it Hartman. The, it has Phil Hartman in it. Okay, okay. then then it's the 98 dub. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but I think I think both of them have that, but what they removed was music. Yeah, I was curious about how they changed think, the music around. I think because, the Phil Hartman like, is on both of them. 
but they um no, no no the 90s dub has has like no one famous um, oh okay okay yeah all right so it's before all right so that's the yeah. kirsten don's hartman is Di- the disney one okay yeah, yeah yeah that was the disney release later on uh when Chris disney McNeil, acquired yeah. Susie, matthew lawrence like yep. there's, My, there's matthew some, lawrence like, i was trying to place people. his voice this time yeah well uh Jeanine garofalo <laughs> Who is she playing? The oh, the cool. Oh, she's French. Ursula, like Ursula, the the, yeah. the art witch. Yeah. yeah. Who rules? Like they don't actually call her a witch in it, but like she is an art witch. She's yeah. a Rachel. <laughs> well, I mean, she's <laughs> she's cast. her character is is more or less kind of like like oh, this is a weird self insertion of the animators of like this is how you feel about doing your art. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I was or, like, is I was thinking as well that the nerdy uh, boy is a Miyazaki insert. Yeah. As well, because yeah. he's where like is... obsessed with building shit. Yeah. Well, obsessed with flying Fly- and flying specifically. Yeah. Like yeah, Miyazaki no, a of... has a weird obsession with flying. Or at least like constantly moving. I can't remember. Um, I did he did... actually pilot? I haven't watched The Wind Rises. I know that's the one that kind of goes God. into is close enough to his life. You know, the like Nausicaa is probably the most recent one that I've watched, and it's one of his oldest, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, like it, it's it's very much um, uh, it's not Forbidden Planet. It's that like French animation from the late seventies. Um, the uh... Fantastic Planet. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic Voyage. Nope, no. nope. Fantastic That's... Planet. Okay. Fantastic Voyage is, is the old uh, movie from like yeah. The 20th, well, it's an old live 70s. action sci-fi of people okay. like shrinking into the human body. Um, it, it, it's inner space before inner space. <laughs> yeah. No, that show is called. I'm obsessed with that show. They brought it back on Netflix. The French show where they're the like the uh, sci-fi guys and they're inside the body. That's um. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Set inside body. But Fantastic Planet is like an early oh, 70s. Yeah. One, it's uh, called Once Upon a Time. Oh, there's oh. another show called Once Upon a Time. <laughs> it, yeah. Would, Once Upon a Time, say. dot, 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 life. Also known as Micro Patrol. Micro Patrol. Was, it was Way cooler a, name. It was, it, was a, <laughs> it was a French and Japanese production, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's a very funny show. I love it. Uh, it used to freak me out as a kid, and then they brought it up on Netflix in beautiful, beautiful HD, and I highly recommend watching it. It's very strange. <laughs> I mean, I do dig strange, and that's why I was yeah. mentioning Fantastic Planet. It's well worth a watch, yeah. Um, just like weirdo fucking LSD influenced animation, early seventies reminds me of like the animated sequences from like Pink Floyd's The Wall. Like yeah. probably same animator, you know. Very likely. Um, I mean, it's always interesting to kind of track down uh who what some of these people went on to do um yeah that animation is very weird i know they do other they must have done other shit and then they kind of took that look for that daft punk movie as well um wait the there animated. was a daft punk movie there's two daft punk movies there are two daft punk movies <laughs> yeah. where the fuck have i been there's Interste- uh. <laughs> interstellar 777 
how many four sevens uh and that's the anime one which is like it's basically uh just discovery like you never saw any of the videos from the album discovery like one more time or any of those oh yeah no i saw some of those videos well there's a video for every song and they're actually they combined to be a movie oh that's rad i didn't realize that yeah um Uh, hey our local uh contributor flying the jolly roger you you want to throw those on to yeah don't 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 fucking don't put yourself out to it (laughs) but yeah you you wanna? Arr, arr. <laughs> arr. <laughs> no man, I'm just giving you the fucking Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, is it only on, on DVD now these days? Uh I used to, I think I used to have it actually. I mean honestly the other, the other movie is a very pretentious arty film called Electroma, which has no Daft Punk music in it. Um has oh. a couple like interesting visual parts, but you know, it's, oh, all right. It's, I'd still watch I don't know. it. Dis- distribution fr- distribution is a fucking mess right now. It's like everything's like chopped up onto various streaming services and let's streaming is impossible now. Streaming just, sucks. Like, yeah, like it really sucks right now. Yeah, it's it, like eventually, like one, like it'll be interesting to see once these strikes are resolved and people start realizing that like the streaming ecosphere just isn't doesn't make any money. It's like your your obligation is to get your get your thing distributed onto as many services as possible instead of trying to like like you know bam just yeah trying to isolate and like hope that your content library beats the other person's content library. It's like, no, well that just fucks over the content, which is why people want to be on it. It's like, people just want access to as much content as possible. They don't give a shit about out exclusivity. Which is why Sony has the right idea these days of contracting their shit out to people instead of we're going to have our own service. Yep, like, that's, they, that's the future. They've already yep. shut down their ability to even buy their movies off of the PlayStation library. Yep. Like that sucks, but yeah. Well, I mean, well, they know. just, they just fucking killed with Spider-Man, you know, I, I imagine that in the theater specifically. So oh yeah. Well, and that's every, everyone is rethinking now, you know? Oh, because... everyone's rethinking now because they realize they also retrained their audience to, to watch things in, in cinemas. Um, You know, that's, yeah like no one's watching like unless it feels like a fomo event so no one's going like basically there's only going to be I'm, I'm curious to see what other movies are successful this year but it looks like there's literally going to be only four films that are successful and it's going to be fucking spider-man barbie oppenheimer and uh and sound of freedom and that's going to be it like <laughs> no you're you're missing one more big one i'm sure what was it uh I mean, worldwide, Elemental just passed. Um, oh, no, domestically, right it did after. shit. Yeah, domestically, it did very mediocre. Like yeah, it didn't but, bomb but outright bomb as bad as they thought. But yeah. worldwide, Elemental just passed. Um, fucking Spider-Man in terms of earnings. Okay. Oh wow! But so that's great. It domestically did not do very well. <laughs> yeah, is no. uh, uh, Spider Verse is PG thirteen, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. Probably, I'm like ninety percent sure. But yeah, I mean, like, no one's going to see, like, you know, oh, no one's seeing movies in theaters anymore, and because everyone thinks that they can just wait until streaming, and they're right, they can. Oh, Super Mario, with, Super Mario, with, did well, with um, this, that's the one. When this, yep. when this episode releases, I will probably be watching um, 
the flash because it's going to be a max today yep (laughs) every minute that passed after the watching of that movie i grew to hate it more (laughs) i I believe that's the same for myself i I, I agree with that worst aftertaste yeah i i agree with that sentiment there are some like there are some major problems with that movie like i just like at a basic script level um and it's kind of bizarre that they were so willing to go into production on a film that clearly wasn't at the quality it needed to be (laughs) the main thing i take away from my review of it is is just that like it tricks you into thinking it's a real movie for around a half an hour before it just turns into a load of bullshit i mean it just like honestly i I just think the the (laughs) sequence of of them breaking supergirl out of prison is the only sequence that i like in the entire movie like that's it I mean, I'm well, not even talking not about them breaking characters. her out. I'm talking about when the, her character reveal. She looks awesome, and then they do nothing with her. So yeah. like, I think. Oh, it's a, you, you uh, mean that bit we already saw in the trailer with yeah, like the bit you've seen in the trailer of her beating, of yep. her punching people into the sky. It's fucking great, but like, yeah, it's ruined in the trailer, and it's like the only good scene in the movie. Um, absolutely garbage tier cg all over that movie as well yeah that's like for the amount of money for the no amount of money that was spent about on no one gives a shit about cg anymore and that's the yeah. big thing that studios also need to realize is it like it used to be it's just like oh man i can't wait to see this huge cg dinosaur it's gonna look fucking awesome and now it's just like uh we were too lazy to, to do this in any reasonable way they can do it in CG, right? It's like, it looks lazy and lame. Mwah. Yeah, we were lazy and lame about planning it. So yeah, of course it's going to look lazy and lame. They like, stop making entire stop movies making. in post-production. Yeah, it's like, like, if you care about it, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, and that's why Pixar gets away with some of their stuff is because like, at least they, there is care in their character design. Oh, 100%. Of the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, even know, on even on Pixar's weakest stuff, I don't think yeah. anyone is anyone is going to be doubting their visual flair. No, they, they like, they care about like creating cool visual things. And it's, and, but like in all these other movies, it's just like, uh, we can't figure out a way to make this look cool. Who cares? And that's yeah. and you feel it. So and the dead people thing, <laughs> and I don't like that. And yeah. the dead CG ghosts. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, everyone's on Canny Valley. Um, yeah. like yeah, no, the it's, the, it's the the way they do the multiverses is, is. I mean, also it's just like Spider Man just does all the, the concepts and Flash better. Yeah, the you know what's a way better movie than the Flash? That Anything. we should start talking about right now, maybe. Kiki's delivery service. Kiki's delivery service. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, oh, hey, there, there was there, there was one last 1998 release voice I wanted to mention real fast, and it's Carrie Fisher's mom, Debbie Reynolds, no, is Madam. From and I thought the that rain. that's like that's pretty rad. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Like it's got some Hero. good casting for its 98. Yeah, oh, totally. I really like the Disney dubs. Like I, I, I watched uh, the first Ghibli movie I ever saw was Spirited Away, and I watched that with the English dub, and I thought it, I think it's great. Like, I think most most of the time, there's I, a lot I, to be added from watching the original Japanese version. Obviously, I yeah. think, but because they are they do make changes, and I, I was actually reading the Wikipedia of this, and it was like uh, they do like add little things in the dub that are kind of Disney like. Uh, say, say, like when hot chocolate instead of coffee, <laughs> but no, it's like the cop is like, You should always trust a policeman or something like that, which is, not, which is not in the original version. <laughs> yeah, no, there's um, 
Yeah, I was curious about some of the music changes because especially there's a song in the beginning bit that clearly has Japanese lyrics. And I'm like, I, I wonder if they just completely swapped out that song for the English dub. But um... there's a couple of bangers tune wise in this, but like definitely not. It's not my favorite Joe Hisashi or Ghibli score. Um... Oh, I, I've got a dad joke. Um, Why can't the harpsichord make any Sorry. money? Why? Why? Because it's Baroque. (laughs) 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 Sorry. It it was a dad joke that popped in my mind. And thank you. I mean, it's it's always been like, you know, if you want to remember what the artistic movements, it's Baroque when you're out of Monet. (laughs) 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 No. All right. We should probably get into the. the actual movie that the actual movie it, it's it's a short the summary is pretty summary. short yeah yeah that's because this movie is all vibes baby it it's pretty much is it's extremely episodic with Love many it. long montages of her just flying <laughs> so like I mean, it's it's a kind of movie that i love when it's like you just yeah you don't have oh, to yeah. like focus on the narrative too much it's just like character life experience you kind of put yourself in her shoes and yeah and just kind of uh yeah i I love it also also i I can't imagine being in her shoes like being Mm. tossed on my ass at 13 years old and being like well figure (laughs) out your next fucking year asshole well but i mean she's she's excited to go on this like she's like yeah i want to do this shit like yeah her dad is like oh you're going already so yeah uh, you know she's she's the both one her parents are like you can wait there. until next month like yeah. and then probably next month after that keep waiting so well and i think this is an interesting theme of the movie is like generational trauma like she's super excited to relive what her mother went through but mm-hmm. her mother realizing hey you don't necessarily need to like rush into this like yeah. it's Again, I wish we had Emily here because, like, it feels like a large part of this movie is like puberty for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's still very interesting. Like, it's it's no turning red in my book, but it's still pretty damn good. I prefer this to turning red. This but is turning red is good. better than turning red. So, but I think we discussed turning red last week. So, I, li- <laughs> I like turning red, but you know, it's uh, oh yeah, red. we did talk about that in yeah. sequence. <laughs> that sequence. It's just that it's middle just Disney. kills it for. Yeah, that middle just that middle sequence is very ick, and yes, it's just the middle like, is ick. And, and, and like honestly, I think the relationship between the mother and da- uh, daughter works. For the most part, like, I think that, like, honestly, I think that the, the setup and the ending of the film are pretty decent. It's just the middle of the movie has some issues that should have been worked on a little bit more. Well, <laughs> yeah, but yes. outside of that, I do I do really like kind of, you know, for a kid's movie, how straightforward Turning Red can be, you know, like, it's kind of, it's kind of a refreshing thing that Pixar will do sometimes, because I do think kids are way too coddled, like, a lot of the time. And that leads to much worse things than if you were to actually just talk about stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like I, there are better movies that I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, like I 
the the comparison to the the you know oh menstruation situation like that comparison is interesting and there's so few movies about that and that's a, there should be more I really wish I'd seen Are You There God It's Me Margaret um when I was in theaters, we, we need to watch Ginger Snaps but yeah I mean in so yeah. I mean like that aspect of it is is good it's just sort of like I I don't know I just feel like the story just isn't as focused as I'd like it to be um, which is interesting because this movie has has a less way less focused story but i think it's it's not trying as hard to be that so like yeah, it works a little bit better for me so it's trying to be more experiential like yeah instead of yeah and that and that is the thing i love about it yeah well before we get more into the movie because we've already gotten so far into the movie, <laughs> let's yeah. get into this short synopsis <laughs> yeah a uh, 13 year old trainee witch kiki leaves home with her talking black cat Gigi. uh talks to her but no one else um uh, theoretically it can talk to other witches i think that's kind of established as kind of like a witch power <sighs> oh we lost, we lost dan makes um <laughs> soon there will only be one <laughs> yes and me flies. as your benevolent leader like as Porik is my first lieutenant, he is still here. But Dan has my lowly lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll hopefully rejoin soon. All right. You're just I'm gonna blow just through going... the synopsis. I'm not gonna say anything. Gonna... No, I will. I will comment on this. I have things to say. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I like. I have things to say about this as well. I, 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 again, I'm super disappointed that Emily is not joining us for this one because I feel like she would have had good input and she always feels like, oh, I don't say anything. Everyone talks over me and it's like, ah, just talk more, louder, faster, harder, stronger. <laughs> not me. I don't do that. It's everyone else but me. Uh, you and Dan totally do that. <laughs> uh, I talk over Dan, not over. <laughs> which i guess just ends up being talking over him yeah like <laughs> if you block out one you block out all you, you gotta you gotta like use those visual cues because we record over video so if i can see you i can see your visual cues but then again i'm super obvious with my visual cues like like if i want to say something i do like karate chop in the air <laughs> <laughs> all right all right um you know it's just a better like picking up on that and i think you're better at that than dan is good that's all i wanted because <laughs> <laughs> i know it's true got what i need yeah he's just a friend but you say uh -huh. he's just a friend you went you went the wrong way around. Oh. And and we can't sing copyright music. <laughs> or we should uh, just in case. Stick it to like two bars, then you're fine. Yeah, I think we I think we are at the cutoff point. We we know. Yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> the podcast is <laughs> this podcast is dead. <laughs> um can you guys tell that we're stumbling a bit here? <laughs> yeah, we're we're wait, we're waiting for Dan to come back. Uh, fucking, what's the thing? Uh, hey, quick thing. I watched the most recent season of Solar Opposites. They replaced Dan Harmon. Or they replaced uh, 
Roiland. Justin Roiland. Um, with, it's with fine. someone random. No, it is a guy. That show did. Oh no, I know who it is. It's that Jack Black wannabe. What's his name? Dan no, he, he Fulger really. Wannabe? No, no, it, it, it's not Fulger. It's oh, no, um. Uh, it's. I watched like watch... four or five episodes of the first season of Solar Opposites. Didn't really do anything for me. I, did uh... you watch Legion? No, but I've heard of it. That's meant to be decent, did, right? Did you watch um? Uh, did you Dan watch... Stevens? Oh, yeah. Dan yeah. Stevens from the Dan guest. Stevens. Love that guy. I've never seen the guest. Highly recommend the guest. Nice. Very, very I, it's it's been on my list for a number of years, and it was on like Netflix for a long time. Just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll be there when I get to it. And then it was gone, and now it's nowhere. And I'm disappointed. What are you talking about? Uh, we're talking about the Justin Roiland replacement on uh, Solar Opposites using Dan oh. Stevens. Okay. You know, TV's Legion. Dan yeah, Stevens is cool. Dan Stevens or, or that guy from uh, Down The guy Abbey. from Down Abbey who kind of <laughs> yeah. fucked over the show because he didn't want to do it anymore, and even though the show kind of revolves around him so that he got nice. like the least that most unsatisfying death ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's great. Burn it all to the ground. I love it. His death was like just so frustrating. It was just like, really? Really? Yes. Yes. Porrick as an Irishman, I know you say... <laughs> Fuck the English fucking aristocracy. Yep. But you know, well that show, I mean, it's a, it's an yeah, no, it. I'm not. I'm just I'm just that's my personal opinion. I'm not yucking anyone's yum. I mean, they I mean that show I mean it's an upstairs downstairs thing, right? It has it, basically it's, well, it's, it's, about, it's not about how downstairs. awesome the rich people are. At, at, it, it, uh, I mean it's it's by the same person who wrote upstairs downstairs, I believe. So but it is it is, I know for a fact it is apologetic, <coughs> uh what it was the term for that apology or whatever, because the the guy who created it or had a big hand in it is like a royal guy so it's like of course it's gonna be doing some dirty uh i mean there's no way waving and cleaning yeah Yeah. no he uh not just knighted uh not not like he was like um like third cousin or something yeah not royalty but what is it you know like the guy who wrote fucking diana's book like that yeah. that level that level like uh an aide mm. or some shit he's a conservative peer of the house of lords gross ew <laughs> <laughs> all right hey we're not talking about the aristocracy though or it's at least the british aristocracy <laughs> we're talking about kiki's delivery service so let's get into the uh second sentence of this synopsis Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I was just pointing out that, like, yeah, I think other witches can understand Gigi, but um, we don't actually see Gigi talk to anyone else, I don't think. And I don't. Uh, what, so, what happens with Gigi? Does he talk fall? to the witch at the beginning? I can't remember. Like, so th- there's, there's actually a reason for it that seems to exist in both versions from what I've read is that she's grown up. Like, they grew up together. But then she went beyond him, and that's why she can no longer understand him. And that's also why her mother can't understand Gigi either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't sure if her, if it was established that her mother can't understand Gigi, but whatever. I um, mean, it was. It was. You know, like me talking to a cat. Like it, I mean, I, it's. You know, it like me uh, uh, fucking 
I thought it was like how people interpret people other than Brian understand Stewie on Family Guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like everyone understands Brian on Family Guy, right? No, understands Stewie. I mean, because everyone's like, like I get the oh, yeah. gist of what Stewie's saying, but I don't actually understand what Stewie's saying most of the time. Is how most people seem to react to Stewie. Like they've had right. gags that have specifically called out the fact that only that most people kind of just kind of get the vague idea of what Stewie says and not really the tone of it or the vocabulary. Um, uh, especially like Lois. Established, yeah. I feel like they've established that uh, Joe understands Stewie implicitly because being a child is a disability, just <laughs> like being... Okay, they might have gone that gag i remember cleveland's wife specifically it was just like does she understand because you know they'll have like you know clerks at a store would like understand stewie but it's just like they have a, a scene with between him and loretta where i very specifically he like will she understand me or will she just get the gist of what i'm saying and then like they talk to her and she's like i get the gist of what you're saying but <laughs> so all right enough deep family guy lore Oh, did the okay. cat, did the cat uh, ever speak to uh, Kiki again? It seems like it never. I, there's a, there's an opportunity. After... There's an opportunity for the cat to speak to Kiki again, and it very specifically meows. So yeah. like, so is yeah. it kind of like when it fell in love with the prissy cat that it was kind of just like that not, was kind of yeah not a kinda. magic cat anymore. But, but that was also synonymous with her losing faith in her ability. Yeah, that's right. kind of why it's a little bit confusing. That's why you yeah. think. That's why you think you can't. Yeah, I mean, maybe this, it's is, because this is it's one like of those he's... things that, like, I, I feel happens a lot in like non-American movies in that they don't spell shit out like this. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Uh, American I love that like one more yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> no, See, and that's don't. that's that no, Forks reaction. Don't. Yes, you do. Yes, no, you, you do. Don't. Yes, you do. I like things being spelled out and explained, or at least have some hint to it instead of being ambiguous like it is. Talk about movie. not passing the vibe check. What is it? <laughs> what is not? What is so complicated? I mean, it's either one or the other thing. It's not like i mean it's, it's, it's either it was because she... I mean, it could be either but at the same time it's still the same because yeah. it's like growing into sexuality i guess i mean all the... is what it's yeah. supposed to be saying is well, like he, she, he, she's she is growing into sexuality into, so. hey, she's blossoming into a young woman and you know he's boning a white cat yeah well, no, I thought it was maybe he, like he, he got a, he got an STD that cat. doesn't allow him to speak anymore. That's what happened. <laughs> he fell in love with the cat, and in the process of that, he had to be more like a cat, you know. So now he's a cat. Like he, he, it wouldn't have made sense. Did not and could no longer speak human. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, the, yeah, the cat yeah. is preventing him from speaking to Kiki anymore. Like, yeah, which is exactly. disappointing yeah, because, <laughs> like, we get several scenes of him. I don't know if it does this in. Uh, you know the japanese but like there are several scenes of him translating for other animals yes mm. there are yep. uh, yeah birds. okay cool yeah. i i actually regret that i didn't watch this in japanese like i wanted to watch it in english because i was curious about like phil hartman and fucking kirsten dunst and like kirsten dunst's vocal pass through sounds like it went through a fucking fan <laughs> uh it it's got that weird like uh 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 electronic mm. thing and it doesn't i didn't well. know i didn't i had obviously watched the english the first time and then this time i was like 
when I switched over to the Japanese, I was like, this is way less annoying. <laughs> you know? uh, and I usually wouldn't think that, like, but uh, it, uh, in this case, this is not one of the better um, English dubs. I think it's still solid, but, like, um, you know, uh, even, every, even everyone though... everyone is locked into it, but I don't think the production quality of it is very high. And, I mean, that was a frequent problem with dubs, is that was just sort of like, hey, we need you to record this. Do you have a professional recording studio? Eh, throwing a microphone in your face is fine. Yeah. Like, and that that seemed to happen with some of these older dubs. Oh, and that's why, like, a bunch of the English version of this sounds really fucking weird to me. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can tell the voice actors in it because they sound like they were recorded in a proper studio instead of like, yeah, fuck it. Set up a mic there. We'll do this. Yeah. It's and yeah, no, a yeah, lot, a lot, like th- that, that's why Tress McNeil sounds so good. Even though fucking Phil Hartman sounds weird for the character for me, because it doesn't really. Yeah. It's a strange character well. choice or casting choice. I think. Yeah. Well, I, I want him like more raspy. I mean, the Japanese one has a and Japanese one. Yeah, the Japanese one has a very like the voice. It's kind of difficult to tell the gender of the character. Yeah, is it meant to be? I like that. or a a woman. It's it's kind of hard. I mean, you can tell by the pronouns and ultimately the relationship with the other cat that that the character is supposed to be male, but like the voice is very high pitched. So. And as I think that's often what have in Japanese. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing that that's what Phil Hartman was trying to do, but like his voice didn't fit as well for that character in that way. It kind of sounds like he's doing, you know, like like oh a cartoon voice, you know, like he he's not. I mean, understandably, anime is not a fucking thing in America when this movie's coming out. Yeah, uh, that someone like Phil Hartman would know about. Well, so I think he's giving he's giving it like he's been told. You know, it's like Disney. He probably this, had this, this, this is ninety seven, ninety eight. Like we're we're yeah. starting to get like Princess Mononoke is hitting American audiences and tracking well. Is it um, that late, Kiki's? Wow. But no. Well, when, when they nineteen eighty nine. No. Yeah, like, yeah. But when, Disney when, when Bill Hartman is oh, ninety seven, ninety eight after Princess Mononoke. Yeah, the Disney dub took place after Princess Mononoke, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and that was Merrimax who did that, right? Yeah. Like, it was separate. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. No, I'm pretty like, sure it was maybe. like, a, they, they, they kind of got the ball rolling on that, assholes, uh, of course, but uh, I, I believe they had a pretty big hand in Princess Mononoke coming to the West. Hey, if this, if this podcast has one stance... It's, it's Weinstein you, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> what a brave opinion for us to hold, right? <laughs> like, if yeah. if your movie podcast is not saying "fuck you, Harvey Weinstein," you're listening to the wrong movie podcast. Yeah, it looks is like there, it looks like um, Princess Mononoke, Kiki's Delivery Service, and Castle in the Sky were all dubbed at like the exact same time. Um, so, it sounds about uh, right for, for their U.S. Disney releases. Or, yeah. And they thought that Mononoke was the strongest of them, so that was the first to release. Well, it was also the most recent um, because that was like that had come out like pretty much like a year before it was released. So, like, because you know, because yeah, because as as you know, this is eighty nine, Castle in the Sky is eighty six, and Mononoke is ninety seven. I want to say so. Like, yeah, yeah that would nice. it would have been the most contemporary. Came um, out in October. October 99 here. Yeah. So yeah, it was initially take, distributed initially distributed uh by Merrimax in North America. Um okay. And Neil Gaiman wrote the Neil Gaiman wrote the script. 
Didn't know that. Oh, I would say Gaiman. So I believe it's Gaiman. All right. I I I I used to say Gaiman, and then I was corrected. Um. Sorry, we're we're like so far into this episode, and we've hardly gotten into the movie. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) While trying to find somewhere to live, uh, did I skip over the other one? She flies on her broomstick to the port city of Kuriko. While trying to find somewhere to live, Kiki is pursued by Tombo, fucking Matthew Lawrence. a geeky boy obsessed with aviation who admires her flying ability. I mean, I like how this plot summary also skipped over like 15, 20 minutes of the movie because like there's that whole long prologue sequence as well lo- as well as her like sleeping on the train ship. This is just like, yep, we're and meeting a witch while she's flying. Like, like yep, we're just skipping that. Well, so. I, oh, I love the meeting I love the witch. witch she meets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, <laughs> like she was uh, a witch, having a good night but... I was <laughs> yeah. stupid kid get out of my turn airspace. off that noise yeah. <laughs> I love it just rocking out this I, I the whole opening of this movie is just absolutely perfect oh I mean oh, I think it, yeah, I think it's great it's but so like much gold but I like love, I'm talking I, about like, like all this stuff is like there's all this setup that isn't paid off in any way like it's just like it's just yep. there mm-hmm. um and that's you know something that american movies would not have you wouldn't have a 15 minute prologue introducing a bunch of characters you're not going to use or see again i mean i guess there's there's the camera I mean, at the very end building, with the parents but like it, yeah it's teaching you about kiki you know all of these experiences that's what's actually important it's like how does she yeah. how does she relate to other people what's her yeah, no, but I'm just saying things like her grandmother character, like she doesn't really add anything. Like, so uh the grandmother at at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't even like, remember what the grandmother said. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of extraneous characters that like I, I think that in a more Americanized movie would be streamlined. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily better. I'm just saying that that's more of what um, Western audiences are probably used to. So, yeah, it's a taste thing, I guess. Yeah. I will like, there were many moments within this movie of like, again, I, you guys, the police officer I, I've got ones. like <laughs> horror vision. So yeah. I'm just expecting like the worst foot to drop. So it's like nope. (laughs) I mean, the honestly, the one big like set piece of this movie I could do without. I think it's like too much. I wish it just ended on the same low key note that the whole movie is on instead of having the big Hindenburg situation. Um, But you do get a lot of really beautiful animation with tons and tons of people, which is you do get gorgeous animation. You also get uh, Miyazaki animated in the background of one of those scenes. Nice. You also get them flying the Alabama flag for no reason. <laughs> no, it's not the Alabama flag. It's the, it is the Alabama flag. flag. <laughs> it's the flag of the Kingdom of Ireland. Uh, look up what the what the flag of Alabama the, is. <laughs> I, I I know what the flag of Alabama is, but they ripped it off. The Kingdom of Ireland had the white plane with the red cross, and it's kind of like the Northern Ireland flag now, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's why that got integrated integrated into the Union Jack. Like, I specifically looked this shit up. 
But yes, you're not wrong, Dan. <laughs> the flag of Alabama. There's also just a big dumb X on white. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. You can make fun of the flag of Alabama all you want, but then look at the Florida flag and tell me which one's better because Florida is fucking lazy. They're just like, hey, Alabama, we're going to stamp our seal on the middle of your flag. Uh, I think most well, flags are pretty boring. I, I only like the ones that are like the Dan Flash's shirts from I Think You Should Leave, like incredibly <laughs> complex <laughs> that you can't look away from. I just like when what New Zealand wanted to have their new flag and and the winning design was like the cat choosing ladies out of its eyes. Hell yeah. Everyone loves that image. <laughs> or or Who wouldn't want to go to go to battle behind that flag? Glendale Community College uh having an asterisk inside of a circle as their flag. That's kind of uh, did nobody watch community? Oh Come yeah, on, anus. A. yeah, e pluribus yeah. anus. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the better sitcoms, and I am a sitcom aficionado. Best. Also, I am also, and I, I agree. Except for the gas leak season, of course. <laughs> Which even isn't as bad as people say. I mean, it's it's definitely not the final season of Lost. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, Finding Lost coming soon. No, the Kingdom of Ireland flag is green. I can't wait to talk Lost. Can't wait to get Lost. Yeah, we just want to force Emily to watch Lost. It's good <laughs> for like four seasons. I like the end. I'm sorry. I know I think it's not great, but people, I think people give away. There are aspects of the end I like. I like where it ends certain characters' stories. It's just like and basically there's some banger episodes leading up to it. Like, oh, yeah, like there the are actual... some banger fucking episodes. The one on the submarine is some awesome. Banger episodes. It kills too. off characters in really, really <laughs> dumb ways. That's like, fine. It's time for them to end. Get the worst fucking deaths. <laughs> <laughs> they do just kind of rush to the end. It's great. <laughs> Kill everyone. And whatever yeah it, like that that's that's really but what i think it, at least i, think I that, feel like at least it tells you though all the kinda, white characters like pretty much all the white characters in hurley get good endings all the minority characters get horrible <laughs> endings like and it's pretty bad <laughs> it was a different time 10 years ago <laughs> the far distant past <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like more like I mean you can, you can look at seconds ago. You can look at it that way, but you can also look at it as like Saeed being like one of the only like high gets, profile. You know, Saeed gets Saeed gets yeah, but hear such me out, shit hear me treatment out. on the show. Yeah, but like I mean, we're talking about a, a sex symbol guy, you know, not that far after 9-11 where fucking Hollywood and TV is. No, I mean he's set up is awesome and, and you keep you on know. waiting for him to be awesome and he never is awesome. I like, thought he's he was really awesome. he's really cool in the first season, <laughs> and then they kind of run out of ideas of what's cooler than Jack. And yep. then he's just like I mean, but Jack's supposed to be lame. So <laughs> Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> it shows all about Juliet. The show is all about and, Sawyer, uh, and we know it. So. And what's the and um, what's the person uh, yeah, interest guy? Sawyer. I love yeah. uh, Ben Ben Linus or whatever. Yeah. He rules. Nah, I mean, like, rules. no Ben Ben's awesome. Ben's awesome. Rules. awesome. And the, the epilogue awesome. is great. If you have, if people haven't seen the epilogue, check out the epilogue. The epilogue is actually good. I would um, just hate. I would hate for the show to be wrapped up in all this ending negativity because. There's a ton of really awesome shit in it, you know. Like there's a bunch of like oh, really the first four seasons are great, and then it kind of sucks. Yeah, it's absolutely worth big, watching. I don't know if it's as much of a cutoff point for me, but we'll see. There, there's a pretty distinct cutoff when they kill Juliet. I, I, I 
don't care about the show anymore. It's not like I really like wow, Juliet you... that much as a character, but like you guys are hard to wrangle without Emily here. <laughs> like I, I I don't I don't know how much I like this. Uh do you have a like a wrangle button or something, some sort of soundboard? I, I, I wish that I had a fucking <laughs> like a like, soundboard for us. It, like if I could be Alice, I would be happy. Uh <laughs> just so I could like press that and be like Bram. All right, Wrangler. Get her on Wrangling. Carry on. Sorry, and like you know, we're having, <laughs> no, we're I'm, having I'm fun not, talking I'm about not, things, but like I, we're getting so off topic. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm agreeing with you. Do it in exchange for accommodation. Kiki helps uh Sono, the kind owner of a bakery. Um, she opens business delivering goods by broomstick, the witch delivery service. That's not what Her, it's called, it's the, Kiki's it, flying it's, delivery service, yeah. Kiki's Which is interesting because it's co- because the title is Kiki's Delivery Service and the company I remember being called Kiki's Flying Delivery Service, which mm-hmm. is a better title. And like, do you think? I, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. Does it need? Well, it like, uh, I kind of like it the, show, the, it, know, I, I think it brings good, in the, the snappier, mystical, like Kiki's it flying in the mystical delivery elements. Service. Yeah, I suppose. But like, yeah. flying says to you, it gets there fast. Mm. It's like when Which Daddy Bezos. It's <laughs> like when Daddy Bezos says that he hey, has she's, drones. She's way, I mean, honestly, she'd be so put out of business by like Amazon Prime and, and DoorDash, but like you know, Kiki's ground delivery service via UPS. <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering if like she's been adopted as a mascot by any of those companies in Japan. <laughs> that would be dope. I hope, I hope so too. I know that a lot. They do a lot of that stuff over there, right? I mean, Ghibli's. <laughs> Got that kind of Disney cachet, <laughs> yeah. like you'll find their shit everywhere. Although they they're also weird about licensing, so yeah. Man, there are like so many Ghibli movies that I dig, and then so many others that it's just like I wish I liked you more. Anything that I really Zach- hate, anything for Miyazaki like... slaps. I've only I'm only ever not uh... like I've only ever not liked movies not by him that are Ghibli movies. Um, okay, uh, uh, I I don't love Howl's Moving Castle. It's good, uh, not my fave. <laughs> um, I I like. Is Howl's. that your fave? Yeah. No, I like, I, I like, like it. it's not my fave, but I like Howl's. Um, I really like Castle in the Sky. I think it's a, a very solid movie. Uh, where and uh, Parco Rosso is amazing. Um. Like it's the the hit rate is high with with Ghibli, I think. But then, like I know his son is infamous. Like the story of uh, Goro Misaki just constantly disappointing his father is quite <laughs> amazing. He's like, "I want you to go out and make a movie," and then he made the movie. He's like, "This movie is terrible. You have failed me as a son." <laughs> that that the, feels uh... like a very Japanese father kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's uh, Tales from Earthsea, and I think he did another one, which was meant to be a bit better. Um, and then there's like Grave of the Fireflies, which is like very intense. Uh, it, that's a depressing flick. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's I think it's a really strong list. I love Ponyo. Ponyo's great. Uh, Spirit Away was my favorite for a long time, but really, I'm just happy to sit down and watch most of these movies. They're just 
Now, um, Spirited Away was definitely one of my favorites for a long time. I don't know what I call my Still favorites is. these days. I think Spirited yeah. Away will always be my favorite. Like, um, it's kind of a perfect movie to me. I, I, just... I always got really annoyed by Princess Mononoke. Because it's not about Princess Mononoke. And that's what well, really annoyed me about The Legend it. of Zelda. I want Zelda. her story. Yeah, it, it's the Legend of Zelda thing. Like, I want that story instead of, like, the story of your hero. Like, save yourself, damn it. You seem like such a more interesting character. I would say uh, in my, it's more like the beasts and the animals or the the leads of that the unspoken leads of that movie you know it's all everything is like based around them and i mean like beetlejuice uh, is only in like 15 minutes of the movie that's named after him so you know yeah, yeah but like that movie's so much more fun they're only <laughs> gremlins by the princess like Mon- mononoke sequel that teaches and it's mostly about gizmo and it's not called gizmo oh my god that so. new animation looks so fucking bad why does it look so bad i want a new oh, gremlins thing but it looks it. awful because lazy and don't care yeah, like we had that grab. conversation at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> we can have money off of this. Yep. I mean, but it looks exceptionally bad to me. I can I has know. money. Like, I don't know. I they reading... talked about it for years. Like, I mean, but it's all it's it all just ages. fucking cash and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. like, like they keep on trying to make Star Wars happen, and it's just like, no, no one cares under 30. So, like, you're not gonna make be able to make people care about Star Wars again. You're just There's not been like one good series. There, Maybe but too no, soon. What like what I, young person I, I is watching hopes, any of the new? I have Star Wars high stuff? hopes for Ahsoka, but like, why isn't she a prequels character? Yeah, no one cares about. Star she's Wars. a rebels character. No she, one cares. She's about Star Wars. the Padawan of a young Anakin. Yep. People do care, Dan, but you're right in that they're crazy to spend it and to, to think that they can make young people like it again. Yeah, after, no, all, people, after people, all the attempts, like, yeah. I don't know. That's not, yeah, that's it's just, yeah, like it's they, they poison the well. Like, yeah, it's, it's for people in their 30s and 40s and older who like grew up with it, but they're not going to get young people to care about Star Wars. Like, I, I think Star Trek is in a better spot than Star Wars in terms of getting yeah, young people to care about it, but Star yeah. Trek is still struggling as well. So, like, Star Trek doesn't have the baggage of having to do a big movie, you know? Yeah. Like, it but... had that in the past, but even then, there were, like, after the first one or first Yeah, couple... Star Trek just needs to make a cool show, and they can maybe get away with it. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, Star Wars needs to have, like, a big event to get people to care. And it's right. just like, my parents think that's cool, and it's just like, ooh, Ouch. Yeah, yeah. You know? for anything yeah. that's meant to be a kids movie. Yeah, and not yeah. only do your parents think it cool, or the older people, but they also fucking send death threats if anything is not exactly how they want. Oh it yeah. To be, yeah, and just ruin everyone's lives. Yeah, no, so, I mean it's uh, just like yeah, that no, it's, toxic it's, shit. Like I'm sorry, Star Wars is just dead. Like just give up on it. Like, well, I mean, I would like to say that opens up the door to more stuff like Andor, but Andor is like the most expensive, one of the most expensive. And no one's watching project. it. No one's watching it. But Andor is fantastic. I've heard great and things. Like, no one's watching it. Uh, fucking, I've been trying no to like watching it. go in. Yeah, no one's watching it. No one's but watching I'm it. I'm trying to like go in, and one of the fucking Star Trek series that has been removed from the channel of Star Trek being uh paramount plus is that's, prodigy. that's insane to me yeah like prodigy was removed right. with like a second series half done second season half done whatever 
Uh, did they uh did they like put a statement out on that like is there potential for it to maybe come back once the streaming uh, nonsense that is happening it probably right now will is... i mean like the numbers look decent it's just like when you break it down to de- demographics no one's caring no one cares no one attractive to air um, which is the unfortunate advertisers thing. you, you care. can't well like yeah. that's what i'm trying to say is you can't market fucking star trek to kids yeah you can't. Like kids don't care. It's don't supposed care. to be a Nickelodeon show, and kids don't care. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, legacy media is struggling right now. They haven't got a fucking clue what people want. Yeah. I mean, no. The only like, like Marvel's it's pretty decent. falling off, and like that's you know that's really the only legacy media that was doing well. So. Yeah. No, they're they're. It's going to need to be a big. Well, you know, the the strike is happening, so this is. Yeah, big realignment. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> hey, we are a um Miles O'Brien house in this house of podcast. Okay. We are mm-hmm. pro union. Yeah. So And that's yeah. Colomini, the actor who played him as well, is also pro union. Yeah. Well it wasn't just his character. <laughs> uh I know. Like Cole Meany. Like, fucking everybody. <laughs> if you want to look up the Meany, we actually have very similar political beliefs. <laughs> he rules. I love that guy. I love that you did, like, a little... I, like, I want to do this as video, but I love you did the, uh... We have similar political beliefs. Huh. <laughs> I? I just have really long hair right now. It keeps going into my eyes, as you can see. <laughs> Look at this! Look at this disaster! <laughs> You're gonna see. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, an aff- it's not an affect. I promise, folks. You can't see, but he is very uh shaggy dog at the moment. I like it. It works. Right. <laughs> but uh, so summary yeah. of the movie. <laughs> summary. Right in there. Which delivery service? Uh, her first delivery goes poorly. She is caught in the wind and loses the black cat toy she is supposed to deliver. Gigi pretends to be the toy until Kiki can retrieve the real item. She finds it in the home of a young painter, Ursula. <laughs> I don't. I swear her name is isn't mentioned at least in the Japanese uh, version. I'm guessing it's Ursula because like you you're sort of like ah evil witch okay whatever because what year was fucking little mermaid like little mermaid is 80 after yeah oh little mermaid or simultaneous simultaneous with this i'm wondering if she was given the name and by the english uh because it's a very english name um so i'm not convinced she has a name in the japanese version it's a germanic name that's fair but i mean it's not it's not a japanese name yeah. Um doesn't mention anything on the Wikipedia if it's not that in, yeah. in the Japanese. But it, if you say they never mention her by name, I don't think she's na- mentioned by name in the in the Japanese version. Uh she might be in the English dub, but she's in the subtitle version. I do not believe that her character was named. All right. Ursula, who repairs and returns it to Kiki, uh, so she can complete the delivery. Delivery and rescue Gigi. Uh, Kiki accepts a party invitation from Tumbo. Uh, Matthew Lawrence, 
You uh, mentioned that already. We've mentioned like everything already. Jesus Christ. Just run through it. Uh, I'm actually more it... interested. I'm more interested in this um the differences part of this and the production part of this. Like um have some interesting stuff that I didn't know. Like I didn't realize how many differences there were. Jesus. Like they they the English dubs of these movies really change a lot. <laughs> Especially at this time. <laughs> That that's like this is part of the birth of the dub versus sub, like divide is like nineteen ninety eight. Right. All right. Uh, Kiki accepts party invitation for Tombo, but is delayed by her work and exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and exhausted <laughs> falls ill. When she recovers. Uh, Asono clandestinely arranges for Kiki to see Tombo again by arranging her a delivery address to him. After Kiki apologizes for missing the party, Tombo takes her for a test ride on the flying machine he is working on, fashioned from a bicycle. Kiki warms up to Tombo warms up to Tombo, but is intimidated by his friend, so she walks home. <laughs> Whatever. Kids, Why I remember you... being this age. <laughs> I mean, and I always thought it was, I I, I thought like the, the stuck-up, like, granddaughter should have been one of, of Tombo's friends. Like, I thought that that was, like, like, I wasn't sure if she was or wasn't because it seemed like, like he could have, like, arrived at the party, like, to deliver the gift that they, uh, that the granddaughter is like pretty dismissive about and been like, Oh, I don't want to go to that party. Like it's em- one of- Emily was actually watching this part with me and she was wondering like, why are the cool kids friends with Tombo since he's yeah. a massive nerd? Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's as established, like a thing outside of America. Like, it's like you have that, but I don't know. It's like the, the fact that like a popular person would ever hang out with him. It's like, he can bring them flying. That's also what I said is like, he, he has, he's a nerd that has something to offer, you know, maybe they're just, maybe, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I did think there was a real, there was a weird disconnect. The fact that they were hanging out with him because he is such a massive nerd. I also thought that his wardrobe was kind of hilarious because he looks like Waldo. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said as well. I was like, don't listen to Waldo. Go live your life. All right. I was actually going to ask you that, Porik, is if like you saw him as Waldo or Wally? Uh, Waldo. I, 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 okay. I, 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 because of the few years that I, like i was here until i was six so i think i encountered him in that time and i had the books from here so when i went over there and they were calling wally i was outraged and confused and upset (laughs) (laughs) and i still am to this day i think it's bad i think it's bad because waldo is such a yeah I, i just think waldo has has a much more unique sound to it so well waldo is a you know it's like a it's a fun but kind of if, if you want to make it a nerdy name maybe because of where's waldo but it wally is like it's like a very um mild uh insult in england it's like you wally like you're an idiot it's kind of like a very oh. very gentle one you know oh, like, yeah that a child could <laughs> use but then you know that kind of changes it a little bit it's kind of like where's the idiot? yeah yeah <laughs> Um, where's the idiot yeah. where's, where's Waldo anyway bounces off the tongue a lot better I think I think so too but again it's maybe just exposure to it um, 
So it's like, do they not have Ralph Waldo Emerson in the UK? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it's the only. <laughs> That's the only other Waldo. It's yeah. The only Waldo I could think of. Yeah. All right. I already said she uh, is intimidated by his friends. Like, I, I, I feel like we just went through this. That's why you uh, should just go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he seems like the kid who's like, these are my friends. And then they're going to decide to, like, twist and just be like i mean it's like how butter it's like how butters hangs out with with uh with the other characters on south park and he's like you guys are my best friends and it's like yeah butters yeah it's actually a pretty familiar thing you know like that the the, it's like they're keeping him around because for whatever reason to take yeah just like picking on him and think it's fun (laughs) i would imagine that seems to be his 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 role in eighth grade, I was na 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 na. Hey hey hey, goodbye. By a like eighth grade table of boys, no. just like, huh? We pretended to be your friend, and we're not your friend. We just lied to you, and it's like, yeah, had those experiences too. Aren't high school kids so aren't middle schoolers like the best? Like, oh man, <laughs> eighth graders, so cool and nice. <laughs> kids can be so cruel. Eighth graders are the worst. I'm sorry. It's like the worst age to be. Like, you're just awful. Like, everyone hates being around you because you're awful. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Hey. All right. Where was I? I feel like it was close to the yeah, uh, <laughs> your second to last paragraph. Uh, Tombo takes her for a test no. ride on. No, Kiki, like, all right, Kiki becomes over. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki becomes depressed and discovers she can no longer understand Gigi, who has befriended a pretty white cat named Lily. She has, has also lost her flying ability and is forced to suspend her delivery service. Kiki has a surprise visit from Ursula, who determines that Kiki's crisis is a form of artist block. Uh, <laughs> Ursula suggests that if Kiki can find a new purpose, she will regain her powers. While Kiki is visiting a custer, she witnesses an airship accident on television. A strong gust leaves Tombo hanging from a rope in midair. Kiki regains her flying power and manages to rescue him. She recovers her confidence, resumes her delivery service, can't talk to Gigi anymore, and writes a letter home saying that she and Gigi are happy. That's the that's Bam. the summary. That's that's it. Bam. That's it. Like that's it. Like I, Sorry, TJ, I didn't realize he was actually just going to take her from you. <laughs> yeah, this, like, uh, it, it, it sort of was pushing for. <laughs> like, I, there's not like this summary leaves out a lot um, because like. Like that there's like the whole older woman that she befriends and that's kind of important like it does mention the whole like ursula situ- situation but like, like the most always- emotional part of this moment for me is uh when she bakes kiki the cake and she opens the cake and almost makes me cry every yeah time. it's so sweet it's so sweet like she you know she's so um i guess it's in the moment she's She's been struggling so much up to this point. Every she's just being pulled in every fucking direction, and you know people care about her, but it's like there's something about this, and it's like this old lady did it as well. Uh, like she can't walk or anything, you know. She's in yep. a wheelchair. It's like, uh, 
it's real. Uh, and there, there was a part of my horror mind that was like, uh, is she gonna like bake this kid? <laughs> like <laughs> poison, you know, witch eating <laughs> witches. And it's like, oh no, it's a G-rated movie. <laughs> This movie yeah. is very pro witch, you know. I mean, like, yeah, very pro witch. I mean, neg- I, and that's very the thing is I was kind of, of witches. Uh, I, yeah, I'm kind of wondering what witches are, how how they're perceived in Japanese culture, because like ultimately, like, I you know, this they is tend a, to have a way more chill relationship. Yeah, because as she's so like very chill. Kind of yeah. yeah, like no one is like. Well, I mean, you know, I guess it's oh, I love that. Like the religious connotations that like destroy Western depictions of witches that like probably isn't a cultural thing as much in Japan. I mean, so. ACAB, but even the cop is only mad because she disrupted traffic. He's not mad at her for being a witch. <laughs> yeah. And if, well, I love I love when she lands and the three people just kind of like stand looking at her like gawping and then they just move on with their lives. Yeah. And the old lady goes, it's like, oh, I, I love that you, or I'm happy that you like it here. Bye, yep. I guess. Yep. I mean, kind of how things no happen in a city of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that about it. You know, it's, it's just, just like, like, oh, really that's weird. Moving on with my day. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see, like, yeah, it's like, that's a part of the movie that you could go down and that I have no interest in. Everyone like reacting, what, 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 what you're a witch, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <"Whoa>, witch? <laughs> like, is it like Scoob? Yeah. It's like, it, what it seems like in this world, like unspoken, but it's like, witches have been around. They're less around now um, since they're like, since the industrial revolution or whatever. So right. it seems like they're, they're kind of, it's like, oh, it's a more of a rare sighting to see a witch, but people know they exist and they're, they're, you know, they're not blown away by the concept itself, but just well, they're, like, they're, yeah. They're and I mean, that's, that's but like they're that being phased out by technology. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But they're, they're going to cities where there are no other witches to train them to be witches well i I don't know yeah i mean that was interesting yeah she's like i'm gonna get trained and like she doesn't really get trained by anyone but it is like i do think that she's training herself well no i mean i I think there's like she's getting trained somewhat from osano like i mean i think that there's a like i that this is kind of like a an old traditions meet like modernization like post-industrial revolution and like this movie is very much saying that like these i these con concepts um can live in harmony like they don't need to like compete against each other like like you know her her old timey way of like like delivering things is actually aiding in things you know like she's delivering mostly goods that are produced by virtue of like advances in technology but she's using a you know in this world a a more old-fashioned way of delivering things and ultimately being better about it and also like you know oh the failure of the zeppelin shows that's just like oh you know their ways of flying not not as good as broomsticks right (laughs) flying and even waldo's thing is a mess you know yeah until the until the the post yeah until the credits but yeah and i mean Um, like that was the thing is like did she did she use her powers to make them like jump the car and the bicycle like i was kind of wondering about that like i think it's again an intentionally ambiguous thing yeah you're just gonna have to leave it on though yep well, that's a lot of yeah, this movie. That was one of the things that sort of annoyed me with it. Do you guys do you guys think about movies like a lot after watching them? Uh it depends on the movie. Yeah. yeah. I remember right. like I think I was like really stoned watching Tron Legacy, uh, which uh TJ's been trying to force us to do a double feature on for months now. Yep. 
But I remember being you, like, "You can't see my grimace, audience." <laughs> but I'm like, holding it right now because I really <laughs> want to make these people watch those movies. Oh, I love them. I love them. <laughs> but I remember just being like, uh, "There was a few like lines at the beginning of the movie that I was like, oh, that was interesting.'" And then the movie was boring. So then I just thought about those. I mean, and I think movie, I had, you know, I, I was I like, oh, experience. that was an interesting question you posit, Tron Legacy. Now you can go do your big action scenes that have no meaning or bearing. <laughs> I mean, anything. and I feel like I had a similar experience watching the Robocop remake because I thought that like mm. like the the you know the sequence in the beginning when the guy has the knife and they identify him as a threat because he has a knife that isn't gonna do shit to a robot. Uh, like I, and there was like an ambiguity aspect there that's just like oh it'll be interesting if this movie explores it doesn't bother to explore it there's a difference between yeah. ambiguity and just like not you know not actually presenting the idea you know right so. right i mean and that's the thing is is i think that you know I, I think a lot of western movies will present like any piece of information is going to be relevant to the plot later right. is is kind of like the theory behind to crafting your story and it's just like sometimes that works sometimes that doesn't i think what's interesting about uh, you know kiki's delivery services there's a lot of plot elements that are introduced that do not get paid off in any sort of meaningful way like you know the fact that like osano is pregnant it's just like it's there like but, it, it doesn't well, really I, add I, those elements the plot. Fucking, yeah i i do like that it makes her feel more human essentially have the credits essentially have like a sequel film oh yeah no no, the credits have have the fucking the the end of of wally like like it's just like and here's how everything worked out but like (laughs) like you know i mean it's just like like there isn't a big like dramatic scene of of osano going into labor or like like the fact that she has morning sickness has any bearing on the plot at any point i mean i think it builds some character of giving her like a motherly feel um which Mm. is important to establishing that character and how we're supposed to view the relationship between kiki and osano but like like ultimately it's just like it's an element that's there but the plot doesn't really do anything with it and it's fine you know what i I like about um the elements of ambiguity even in like a simple movie movie like this is it just makes me want to watch it again more you know it's like if everything is presented to you right off the bat i just like you can still be a really good movie but um, I find that it doesn't, it won't linger with me, you know, like, it, Oh, I mean, I think some of that not, stuff lingers with me. We, we've talked about, we, like, we've talked about Barry. I mean, like, like that gun is introduced in season two and it's hugely important to the plot. Like that gun he, exists he is, to be yeah. super important, like ripped towards gun is a super important plot element that is in the, in the show a lot of the time to remember mm-hmm. be like remember this is gonna be important this is gonna be important this is gonna be important and it yeah. is important yeah. um but like you know this has a lot of like little things of like like tombo like like Tonk, what's his name uh the, the, the tombo's friends tombo. like completely unimportant like they're completely irrelevant to the plot they don't even need to be in the movie like they exist yeah. but they don't add anything he can just be hanging out by himself in every they don't single add anything scene. To the plot. Yeah, no, they add nothing to the plot, but like they add stuff to his character, like because as it is just sort of a sense of like, like he clearly like he doesn't seem like he's the coolest kid in that group, and he kind of wants Far to bring, it. yeah, and, and like, like, and like he, he he's the outcast of this. Small he's the group. outcast of that of that small group, and he kind he, of he's, he's their like a fellow. Case. 
he sees like a fellow oh outcast and kiki to a certain extent and wants to bring her in and like i i don't know i mean like it adds a low level of dimension to their la- relationship that does make it feel deeper but it's just like plot wise they do nothing so yeah know. i just i like i like a couple small loose threads yeah. in a movie where it's like it's oh yeah no sometimes sometimes they're great sometimes they're build my own world based yeah. on it and people oh, used yeah. to remember remember before the internet and like it's now we're i feel we're in this horrible <laughs> point where Oh, everyone yeah. is obsessed with answering every unanswered question. Oh like, yeah, everyone, like he, everyone movie, is yeah. obsessed with does the top stop spinning at the end of Inception? And it's just like then yeah. you missed the point. But like, um, think about all yep. the throw all the throwaways in the original Star Wars. Oh no, I mean everyone, amazing, everyone's like, like oh, I remember everyone bitching about like I remember everyone bitches about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two how like Rocket and Star Lord have completely different subplots and barely interact. And it's like uh, watch Empire Strikes Back. Everyone says this is the best Star Wars. Han and Luke are never together. Like, you know? So it's like, I, so yeah, I mean, it is just kind of a different culture thing of like, yeah, how we process these things. At the same time, it's just like, you can have loose threads that like, can be really annoying because like i was comparing this to like susumi and it's just like oh my god the number of loose plot threads in that movie annoy the fuck out of me um and Mm. it's you know i mean again it's just like like another like japanese is uh animated film and and you know ultimately like what is important culturally i guess as to them in terms of narrative structure isn't the same as western audiences but like mm. there were a lot of elements in that movie that really annoyed me and in this well, i thought I it was yeah, mostly like, fine i agree with you i don't like i don't i don't want like plot threads to be dropped but it's yeah about, it's about well like, i mean it's world, not it's even about world building it's, it's about, about like you know but i mean that's thing the thing about some yeah. characters and not expanding on it so that like reading a book you can expand on it in yeah no life. but i mean it's also like like it's introducing characters and then like like not doing anything with them um and that really bothered me in that whereas in this it's like yeah you know the 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 family that gets the cat toy like ultimately like you spent a lot of time developing like the structure of that family and all that stuff and then we do nothing with it and totally fine with that mm-hmm. in this but in some other things like I, I mean again it's kind of like relationship to the main character because i mean and it's not like he, he forms a bond with that family really um mm-hmm. like Gigi kind of forms a bond with the dog but only kind of and that's more just sort of establishing how Gigi is kind of like a go-between translator of animals um but like i you know in susumi it's just like she forms a bond with multiple characters the biggest most annoying one is just like tell me what happened with susumi's mother god damn it that movie annoyed me but like uh this is has a lot of like they spend a lot of time setting up these characters in ways that like they do set up like they set up the and pay off the old woman when she makes the cake and stuff like that but like i think an example of like the family gets the cat so toy fucking really weird when and it's like this Barca was just like smiling wide, waiting for <laughs> Sun Bad Oh, they always that is like they that was so on, weird. And what that are was, you talking about? That, like that is a very real yeah, astute I, 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 observation about people like, yeah, who that, watch fucking disasters on TV. Those people exist a hundred percent. No, no, and, and I thought this it was is very pre nine eleven. I'm very though. curious about the uh, uh, the English dub because uh, the uh, people love uh, tragedy. They in, always in the in the subtitles there is an O oh, the humanity. I'm yeah. just like, geez, yikes. Um, That's not like, an English dub, I presume. Yeah, I was like, I, 
yeah. Oh no, the the oh the humanity is in the English dub. It is, is a it direct any, reference. It it's yeah, a direct like, reference like, I realize, to the like, Hindenburg the blowing up forever ago. But like, yeah, that's a that's a weird reference to make. No, uh, I fucking I love that it. You know, fuck. I hate. Like, I'm glad that it was of all people that Disney that picked up these movies. But I just love how GP doesn't pussyfoot around shit. You know, it's like why, why not? Like, <laughs> the Hindenburg yeah. was a hundred years even before this movie. How long before this movie? It's not like it was a hot button issue. You know, even at the time when this was made. You know, um, your country nuked our country twice. <laughs> We're gonna get some money from you. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> disaster predated this by 52 years. Right. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I Dan, I didn't, I, I didn't hear you. You got to, you got to lean in. The Hindenburg disaster or predated this movie by 52 years. Well, yeah. Loads of time. <laughs> but like, <laughs> well, the Hindenburg doesn't have, you know, it doesn't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't go up in flames. It, it, it's actually not all of the humanity. You know, it it, it like no, that is an actual line that was said over the radio. I know, I know. During I'm saying, the Hindenburg I'm, I'm saying, of yeah. humanity. I'm saying, Kiki's like, are you saying like doesn't blow up and kill a bunch of people? It, yeah, yeah. No, it, well, I mean, yeah, it's not it probably kills a bunch of people. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the movie probably. does the, the the like hand wavy. Oh, no one was in that building. Bullshit. Yeah, that, like like movies you know, do. Fine. Um, like gotta, like they I, they they do their half assed as showing people running out of the way and then they don't report on anyone getting injured so you assume everyone's fine um which is something that like is totally event, fine like like marvel movies has done a yeah, lot and MCU. it's something that 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 the dcu has done a really bad job such a bad job that people called it out on called them out on it yeah. um, like, well in those cases it's yeah. absolutely it's you know, yeah. comparing the like man of yeah. steel to this no exactly yeah. like everyone like shat on man of steel because it's just like it looks like at least at least a couple million people died in metropolis in man of steel and, and they like, do like they do say yeah. it in later movies right yeah i think they do yeah, kind I think of they kind of that. walk it back yeah, yeah they walk it back and they you know uh, and it's oh just that like, was like, a I really just bad thing actually yeah <laughs> and then like yeah age of ultron like like they've they've increased the death toll of sokovia with with each movie but like <laughs> age of ultron very specifically seems to make it feel like no one died in sokovia like right like the, and they've like Scenario. walked it back yeah movie. yeah so uh, yeah you're probably right it is the worst avengers movie it's pretty it's not a bad movie, movie. But it I think is it's, it's, it, it, I think it's a pretty bad movie. I think uh, I like it's grown on me over time, but I do think it's I was pretty bored the first time I watched it. Um, and then knowing that I'd be bored the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, this wasn't as bad as I remember it. But it's Ultron's it's, it's, a terrible. It's villain. bottom. It's bottom tier Marvel for me. Yeah. 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 Definitely bottom third. But hey, we're not talking about this. Maybe someday we will. We were talking about I hope not delivery service. And I think we're <laughs> about it on every fucking episode because you guys <laughs> always talk about comic book movies. Because <laughs> I watch them as my penance. <laughs> hey, watch I like them comic all. Movies. Oh yeah, man, I, I can't wait for us to do fucking Captain America, the like nineties one, the 90s where he, one. like fake sick and two cars. Yep, 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 yep. I'll take that over. And two different points in the movie. He pretends to be sick and steals someone's car. <laughs> nah, that's Twice. such a cool move. 
yeah no I, that's like, such an american move you know <laughs> <laughs> oh it really is but He's hey we're not, we're not talking Captain about that Florida. we're trying to wrap up this episode yeah talking about i think we should do the verdicts maybe yeah we'll, we'll just start a watch along right now and just fire it on up just like surprise bonus middle no 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 i mean that would be an interesting watch along movie <laughs> It would be, um, but yeah, verdicts. Who would start? I mean, uh, I'll okay. start. Oh, anyway. Yeah, you start, TJ. You're not All crazy. right, cool. I'll start. Uh, hey, you know what? He's not ready. <laughs> no, I'm not ready. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this movie is like putting on a nice warm pair of slippers uh it's just like i just want to be in this place and i love me as this is a miyazaki loves like uh talking about the uh value of hard work you know the virtue of hard work and like why i don't buy into it as far as he does this movie is just like the perfect movie about getting a little job and you know, like the the kind of mild responsibility and how that's kind of uh, satisfying um, before it gets complicated. And there's just like this really the the provincial vibe, the 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 animation, everything about the look of this movie is so fucking gorgeous. Like I, I can't get over it. I like every frame of painting really applies to this movie. Um, like a lot of yeah, movies, oh, basically. man. We didn't even uh, talk about that gorgeous thing. painting. The painting, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you've been looking at all these amazing animated pages all this time. How about this? A static painting. Yeah, it's just as rad. <laughs> um, so good. But, uh, yeah, I'm all about this movie. Uh, like, one of my favorite Chibli movies, favorite Miyazaki movies, one of my favorite anime movies. Um, I only saw it, like, for the first time a few years ago, but when I was going through all, all of their stuff, um, all of Miyazaki stuff specifically and this one like jumped out to me the most you know and I think I'll probably be watching it uh intermittently for the rest of my life see it cool you ready yet TJ or do I need to go uh you don't no I'll I'll do the mid this time um uh, yeah it's fucking see it for me uh it's it's not my favorite Ghibli Ghibli, how it's that? I think it's Ghibli. Ghibli, uh, but like I really enjoy this one. Um, damn, I don't know what I'd say is better. Maybe Spirited Away. I would also like Spirited Away is a masterpiece, and this is like not that, but I it's like a personal favorite. But like I would put like Spirited Away up in there, like best movies ever made kind of yeah I, conversation like, where i wouldn't really do that with this but i love it i mean kiki's is top tier i mean fucking if you want a hot take i finally watched chitaro recently my neighbor totoro. didn't care for it as much as i thought i would totoro is awesome fine. but i find it a little boring sometimes to watch like i really like some of the i mean it has a cat bus in it, so that kind of makes it the best movie ever made. But I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Did you watch it? That one has a bad English dub, if I recall, like a quite bad one. Uh, that one I did watch Japanese. Okay, good. And like, 
it, it was fun. Uh, um, I think it's a little bit overrated. Um, I I agree with you. I think it's a little overrated for the Ghibli movies. It's not it's not one of my favorites, but it's pretty cool. This movie I really liked. This movie is definitely a see it for me. Like it's at least watch once if you if you watch uh, Ghibli, any of their movies, any Miyazaki flick, uh, fucking. I just I I love how like depressed Miyazaki is and like how bright he makes his films but like there's such a sadness in all of them this is definitely the one like, where the uh, least sadness comes through I think. yeah there's not a ton of sad like kiki's vaguely depressed but not really she's pretty upbeat most of the movie it's just I would like say this oh is oh geez we, we 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 need plot at some point all right uh, uh, I guess she gets depressed, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, and that's why she loses her powers. Yeah, or at least that's why she thinks she loses her powers. Yeah, I don't know. Mostly, it's just like, oh, she just needs a friend like Ursula to get her back on track. So we all need an Ursula sometimes. Yep, yep. I mean, she's great at taking away your voice and giving you legs. Oh, I was thinking, uh, Fleetwood Mac, the White Witch. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck is her name? Stevie Nicks. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I get those vibes from Ursula. Yeah, totally. That's that's oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like surprising how they nailed that. It like she feel or like how she feels very like a relatable Western, um, archetype teen character. You know. Yeah. Well, she's also. Um, it, Older yeah, she, or early is she is she would you say she's kind of like early twenties maybe or yeah she has, early well, I mean, in, it's very odd like what is her living situation like it doesn't make any sense so like you know uh oh, she I lives in she Tennessee and her father <laughs> left a left a log cabin, cabin and she just <laughs> yeah. moves off of off the land yeah <laughs> so nice work if you well, can get well, it. while still being in like Mediterranean France yeah. Uh, uh, it's a weird flick. I I kind of love how they just like mash up all the geography in this, though. Because mm. I mean, it, it, that's how like, it works. You can't really right? place like time or area, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I fucking I'm gonna see it. I'm absolutely see it, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I mean, like, like this is totally a, a see it. Um. I think that. It's really interesting to look at this from the perspective of I think it's influenced a lot of animation moving forward. Like mm-hmm. I think that I could see like a lot of like Luca is seemed pretty heavily influenced by this. Ooh, um yeah. and like I, I was, you know, I mean I mentioned Susumi earlier, but I mean I feel like all the work of uh Makoto uh Shinkai uh is it has a lot of like I basically has pushed the limits of what you can do animated like you know weathering with you the rain looks amazing and the rain looks really good in this but it's just like to really kind of like there's some like building blocks and this is where you started and this is how and things have kind of progressed in ways i mean like this is a very relaxing movie i think the highlights of the movie are generally like 
this long sequences of her just like flying around doing mm-hmm. a delivery her, it's like, just bumbling, like like i love yeah. when she's just falling all over the place landing on her head and her <laughs> ass just like bang bang bouncing off walls and then she does that sick move at the end where she uses the walls for the first time so it's like she's kind of falling Thanks, that yeah. was yeah, like, rad yeah really sick move I don't know. I mean, it's not even that. I mean, I think it's just like, like you know, like, like she's just flying around to, to a musical yeah. sequence and just like hanging out with a bunch of, bunch of geese. And it's just like, yeah, this is fine. This is cool. <laughs> like, I, not like buildings on fire and I'm a dog. This is fine. But like, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I, I think there's a lot like really peaceful and, and relaxing about this. I think that at times it's just like, I, you're like I, I get your your critique of just like I don't need that big dramatic moment at the end because as to an extent, Corey, you're right. Of like, uh, yeah, like this movie's almost more fun when there's no plot. Like when it's yeah. just like, like yeah, I just like interact. I just like hanging out with Kiki in this world, and I don't really need her to be doing anything. Exactly. Um, so. Like I, that's that's why for me the movie kind of ends when she gets baked that cake. You yeah. know, and I'm like, oh, and now the bit with the stuff, you know. Yeah, oh, now the bit with the cool. Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah like, whatever. Just, I guess just, just yeah, like go it, make it, a delivery it, and make someone else happy, and then yeah. they have a nice time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and to an extent, like, yeah, this kind of reminded me of like Amelie in that way too. Just sort of like so much of that is just like she's playing matchmaker for everyone else, and it's just like, oh, so much of that is fun. And then when they like introduce the like romance plot with her, it's just like, eh, this is less fun. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Joe Para on Adult Swim is tapping into this kind of energy, you know? Like, I love that. It's just like, I just don't, I don't need, I don't need everything to be the end of the world, or you know, it's sometimes yeah. it's nice to just have a realistic story with, I mean, a, little, with a little bit of fantasy. To, oh, to yeah, you know. no, yeah, like, I, well, I mean, ultimately, it is just sort of like like yeah if you had like the ability to fly right like like, what would you actually do with it and it's just like would you save the world it's like no i just kind of like hang out and chill like (laughs) i just be like it's pacifier like yeah yeah it's just like oh yeah i can give a baby's pacifier it's just like (laughs) like you know am i gonna be like starting like a superhero service it's just like they have like firefighters that can do that, right? Like, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she does like, save the day in the end. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I, I, it, I, if you really, capable. if you really need me, like, sure. But I'm just yeah. like, I honestly, it's just like I'm just gonna try to make a few bucks, like, you know, um, like starting a delivery service. That seems reasonable. That and seems what's like nice, use of my, my powers. And, yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. And what we said is like because no one is really that bothered by her, she's not being forced down that some path you know yeah like, i mean i love well, that, I mean, I love that she discovers like, it for herself it's like yeah. based on things we can relate to like needing a place to stay or yeah. you know needing money and stuff like that so it's like yeah we we, we follow that that yeah, right. and, and, I mean, it's not putting herself in danger is the other thing is it's not like because so much of this time it's just like charging for my superhero services and it's just like i'm gonna risk my life and it's just like no she's not risking any it's like like she just happens to have a cool mode of transportation that's Considering yeah. the time, probably maybe slightly more convenient because those roads look really windy and not convenient to oh, get yeah. around. Those roads look horrible to drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that looks like a fucking clusterfuck to drive around that city. Uh, but uh, apparently, the city is based on Stockholm. Okay. Yep. Um, oh and yeah, then... there were some fun facts. Stockholm's one of them. Yeah, and you know, I mean, like you said, it, and then you know, she has like her two interactions <laughs> with the police the entire time and it's just like yeah in a more western movie it's just like he'd be like this huge villain like seek, tracking her down or some bullshit like he'd be freaking uh uh javert or 
from Les Mis or something. But like, <laughs> you know, instead it's just like, no, nah, he's he's just like he's a dude. He shows up in two scenes as kind of like a gag character, and then we move on. So hmm. but TJ, but yeah. we have all decided that this movie should be seen. All right. right. What's what say you? Yeah, he said oh, he said I, see it. I thought that I already gave my see it. No, I mean you yeah. know about the ending bit. We doing. The oh yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we now we say no. we plug shit and. Hey, Porik, where can people see what you're watching these days? <laughs> Look, it's not like I'm rushing or anything. <laughs> oh no, I no. I need I need to piss, so <laughs> I am kind of rushing. This is we've been long. <laughs> Um, my name is Porik. I do little movie reviews on Critiker.com under the name Mirelurk. Uh, I don't have a review for this movie. I just did it there. Bye. <laughs> Next person, please. <laughs> hey, Dan, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you can check out my webcomic uh, with fetus.com and uh, maybe it'll update again at some point in the future. Cool. Um, <laughs> Shit, Emily's not here to do it. Yep. No. What's your <laughs> hey, What's TJ? your other thing? Where yeah. else of can <laughs> people find you out there? Well, thank you, TJ. You can find me at New England Beer Reviews. It's a fucking beer review podcast where we talk about beers and pop culture that we've had uh, with 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 my best friend Emily. Uh, yeah. Thanks, TJ. You're welcome, TJ. Where else can we find us? Uh, well, we're fucking Cedar Screw It. You can find us on like Letterboxd as long as I remember to post the movies. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon backslash SIOSI. That's the initials of our show, just like Letterboxd. Um, you can find us on X and Facebook. <laughs> um, don't find us on X. I, yeah, I, 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 I really want X to to just die the death don't, that it don't clearly wants to X die unless oh. you need to for biz, actual business reasons. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, the only the, reason I do. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, and we're just waiting for for the next uh, next big social media platform to just put X out of business because clearly that's the direction that that company is going. So, right. well, yeah. it's going to sell off the bones and it'll give rise to something new. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's unfortunate that threads. No, kind of no, the no, ball, not but... roping, getting roped into more Elon Musk chat. We did fucking <laughs> half an hour on this the other week. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's a good final word. No more fucking Elon Musk bullshit. <laughs> yes. At least this episode. Yeah, make him go away. Until if next you don't, time, if you ignore him, he will go away. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, if <Maybe>. only, if <laughs> only. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.